good morning. Glad each and every one of you are here today. We want to welcome you to the service this morning. And uh, it's hard to believe that when we get together next week, Christmas will be over. And when we get together the week after that, this year will be over. It's gone. It seems like it has come and gone so quickly. And time has just passed us by. And 2021 is two weeks away from being concluded. And we move into a new year. And I think about that. And uh, I think about the message this morning as we focus on Christmas. All of us have heard maybe even sung in some way or been a part of an old familiar song entitled, I'll Be Home for Christmas. And you think about that, and and you go back in the course of time, and there are movies, TV shows, all kinds of things about people trying to get home for Christmas. There are stories, real-life stories, about people trying to get home for Christmas. And they'll go through so many things. They will spend hours in this place or that place, hours on the road, driving overnight, flying, all kinds of things, um, reaching home to sleep on a couch or maybe even on the floor. But for some reason, people really, really, really want to be home for Christmas. Now, as you think about that, we begin to think about well, where is home, really? I, I, I became a little bit more aware for me this year that I, I can't go home for Christmas. The place that I grew up, my parents are no longer there. The home, while we haven't sold it, is, is shut down and closed up. and It's not a place I could go to. It's not a place that you could go home for Christmas. And there are many people in the world who who no longer have the ability to go home for Christmas. And so it becomes a time that for many is is maybe a a lonely time. Maybe it's a time that's, that's sad or discouraging or depressing in some way because they can't find their way home for Christmas. And it's something that we long for because it is something that is familiar it's something that brings us comfort or hope or encouragement in some way. And so we struggle with this idea of possibly not being able to be home for Christmas. Or maybe your home is now a different home. That things are different than they've ever been before. Your children have grown and they, they're married and they've moved out of the home or or all kinds of different things that take place that, that keep us from being what we define as home for Christmas. I think about how many people in our world will spend Christmas alone. And there are a lot of people who will spend Christmas alone. And so as I thought about that, and I thought about God's Word, I thought about how can we make the most of Christmas no matter what? No matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstances, no matter if we're not 
home for Christmas or if we're alone for Christmas or whatever the case may be, how can we make the most of Christmas? And so I came up with five C's. Christmas begins with C. I came up with five C's. And so I want us today to talk about the C's of Christmas that can help us make the most of Christmas no matter what our circumstances or situation. The first thing that I would say about that, if you have your Bibles and you want to turn, Luke chapter 2. We read a couple of verses out of that in our scripture reading that we shared together this morning. Luke chapter 2. We want to begin reading in verse 15. And this passage of scripture gives us a glimpse into the events that unfolded that very first Christmas. So picking up in verse 15, let's read together this morning. And it came about when the... (coughs) Excuse me. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. And they came in haste and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. And when they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about the child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured up all of these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. So the story of Christmas. The first thing that I would share with you this morning is if you want to make the most of your Christmas, no matter what the circumstances are in your life, is the C is to care about Christmas. Care about Christmas. Now, when I say that, God has given us an incredible gift, and He gave great care to the planning of this first Christmas. Think about all of the details all the, event, the events that unfolded, everything that took place in order for this first Christmas to occur, occur. God cared. He cared about us. He cared about His plan. <coughs> Excuse me. He cared about redemption. And in regards to that, God had a plan. And He cared about everything that was going on, every little detail that was built into this amazing event. Think about all that he put into it, and he put his full weight and power behind it. And so the question I have to ask this morning is, do we care about Christmas? Now, I'm not talking about beautiful decorations, and I'm not talking about family meals, and I'm not talking about presents that are exchanged or cards that are given or any of those things. I'm talking about the basic foundational story of Christmas that we really care about? Do we care about the events that unfolded that first Christmas? Do we care about the message that was communicated to us through God and through the events of that first Christmas? Do we care about what that means to us today and how it impacts our life today? The Christmas message is a message that means hope. It's a message that means there's a future. It's a message that gives us encouragement in life. And so we need to care about that message. 
We need to care about Christmas. Not all of the trappings that go with it. Not that there's anything wrong with those things. But the basic foundational message of Christmas, we need to care about it. And if we begin to care about it, then, then the Christmas time begins to take on a, a new essence for us. As opposed to the hurried schedules and the busyness and all of the things that we do, if we be, begin to really care about the message of Christmas. The second C is this, calculate it. Calculate it. I, I think about that word, and, and I think it's very important. The shepherds had to do a great deal of calculating. When they received the message from the angels about the Christ child, they had to begin to calculate. Who's going to watch the sheep? How long will it take us to find him? When we find him, will we know that it's Him. Is there some cost? Is there some consequence to us going and finding Him? After all, He's been announced as a king. Is the current king going to take objection to the idea that we've gone to worship or to see a king? What are all of the things that, that are involved with us going and seeing this thing that the angels have told us about? And so they begin to calculate, is there a cost to the search? Is there time? Is there someone to watch the sheep? All the things that we're talking about. And as we think about Christmas, do we calculate the cost? Well, what's really involved in us caring about and celebrating Christmas? And again, I'm not talking about how much money we're going to spend on presents. I'm not talking about how much money we're going to spend on food or on decorations or any of those kind of things. I'm talking about calculating the cost, looking at the message of hope that we've received from our Lord. Finding Jesus this Christmas season is the most important thing that we'll ever do. If you already know Him, hopefully finding Him is not difficult for you. If you do not know Him, if you've not made Him Lord and Master of your life, then finding Him this Christmas in your life is the most important thing you'll ever do. And so I encourage you to calculate. Not just care about Christmas, but calculate. Well, what is all involved in Christmas for me? Is it really about all of those other things? Or is it really about the message of the giving of God's Son to become the Savior of mankind? third C this morning is this. Contemplate it. Contemplate it. We find the shepherds, the word in the text this morning was, was wandering. Uh, another uh, uh, version of God's word says they were marveling. They marveled at the things they had heard. They wondered at the things. They, they were captivated by this message of Christmas. By this message of a child born of a virgin that would become the Savior of mankind. They marveled at it. They wondered about the things that were going on and the things that they had heard and the things that they had seen. They experienced, and that experience was somewhat overwhelming for them as they understood Christ and what it meant in His coming. And so they contemplated. They thought about. When we read about Mary, it says that she pondered these things. That's an interesting word. In the original language, it literally means to throw together. 
Now think about that for a moment. Mary took all of these things that were unfolding around her and she threw them together, the Scripture says, and she treasured them in her heart. She contemplated, what does this mean? What does it mean for me? What does it mean for Joseph? What does it mean for mankind? What does it mean to our families? There was a a contemplation. There was a, a marveling, a wondering, a pondering, a throwing together all of these events and these messages and, and then thinking about processing how those things would impact and what they would mean and, and what they would mean now and what they would mean in the future. And so I would encourage you at this Christmas time that you take some time to contemplate, to think about the story of that first Christmas. I would encourage you to, to carve out some time Set aside some time. Christmas isn't until next Saturday. We've got five days between now and then. Find some time. Carve out a a time in your schedule and sit down and read through the Gospels, the story of Christmas. And when you read through it, then stop and spend some time thinking about it. I always encourage people if they say they want to start a, a devotional time, in their life, or a prayer time, or a quiet time, or whatever term that you want to give that. I encourage them, ever how much time you're going to give, if you're going to give 20 minutes, or 30 minutes, or whatever the case may be, an hour, whatever the case may be, divide it in half. Okay? So if you're going to give 20 minutes, spend 10 minutes reading God's Word. Spend 10 minutes reflecting, or, 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 or thinking about what you've just read. Spend time pondering, spend time contemplating the message that God is trying to say to you in the scriptures that you're reading, I would encourage you the same thing. Read through those stories and the time that you spend reading about the Christmas story, then spend some time contemplating, thinking about the message and what God is trying to say to you this Christmas season about the Christmas message and what it means to your life. Spend some time marveling, pondering, and wondering at the message of Christmas. Next thing is this. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. They returned rejoicing, the Scripture says. There was a a joy in their heart. There, There was a happiness that they had experienced because of the events that unfolded that evening. Even if you can't go home for Christmas... Even if you will be alone at Christmas, think about the joy of the fact that there is a God who loves us enough that He was willing to send His only Son into this world. He came into this world in the form of an infant child. That's what Christmas is about. And celebrate that. Celebrate the message of God's Son being born. That's what Christmas is about. It's about recognizing that God loved us enough that He would send His only Son and His whole purpose in coming into this world was eventually to pay the price, to to take away the punishment, the penalty of hell from our lives. That's something to celebrate. Even if I'm not home, even if I'm alone, I can celebrate that God loves me so much that He would send His Son to die for my sin to rescue me from the punishment and the penalty of hell. I can celebrate that. I can rejoice in that. 
And that rejoicing and that celebration can bring joy to my life. Even, even if I'm alone. Even if I'm not home. I can reflect on that first Christmas and, and I can, can realize and recognize and, and I can celebrate the message of Christmas. Be thankful for the truth of that message and celebrate it this Christmas season. Final C is this. Circulate it. Share the message of Christmas and of our Lord with other people. When the shepherds left, the Scripture says that they were sharing their message of what they had seen and and what they had heard and what they experienced with anyone who would listen. Anyone who would give them an ear, they were telling them about what they had experienced. And it said people were amazed at what these shepherds were telling them. I want you to think about them for just a moment. They were shepherds. Common laborers. They weren't educated. They weren't trained. No one had put them through a, a, a plan of how to share the gospel message. They had experienced the message that God had sent His Son. They had seen the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, as the angels had said. And then they simply said, let me tell you what we experienced in God. That's what He asked us to do. Circulate the message. When's the last time you told someone about what God has done for you? When's the last time that you talked to a friend or a family member or, in the shepherd's case, complete stranger and just said, can I, can I tell you what God has done for me in my life? I, I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to know book, chapter, and verse. All the shepherds did was, was to say, listen to what we've experienced. Listen to to the message that we heard from the angels. Listen to what we found when we we went went and found Mary and Joseph and the baby in the manger. This is what we experienced. And they they were sharing, they were circulating the message of God's gift to mankind. You don't have to be trained. You don't have to be educated. You don't have to have all the answers of the book, chapter, and verse. When's the last time you simply told someone what God has done for you? How He saved you. How He rescued you from the penalty and the punishment of hell. How He loves you and He's given you grace and mercy and forgiveness in your life. That He walks with you and works with you each and every day. And when we pray to Him, He answers our prayers. When we look into His Word, He gives us a message. All of those are things that all of us have experienced. Every one of us knows what it means to to have God in our life. We know what it means to have been saved by His grace and and forgiven and loved by Him and receive His mercy. And and so we can share that. In this Christmas season, if you really want to make the best of Christmas, no matter what your circumstances, take time to share the message of God sending His only Son into this world in order to pay the price for the sins of God. Take time to tell somebody, somebody that you know, somebody you don't know, somebody that's family, a friend, a co-worker. Just take time to say to them, hey, listen, can I tell you about what God has done in my life? It doesn't have to be a 30-minute, you know, recitation or anything of that. Just, listen, let me take a few minutes and tell you what God has done in my life, how He's 
affected me in many ways as I've grown to know Him, to love Him, to serve Him, and to experience His grace and mercy and forgiveness. I wonder, I just wonder, what our Christmas, what the Christmas of the person that we shared that message with, what those Christmases would be like if every one of us were willing to do that. If every one of us were willing to go find someone and say to them between now and Christmas Day next Saturday, can I tell you what God has done in my life? It would make a difference for us and I believe it could make a difference for them. But we have to be willing like the shepherds were willing to simply return and share the message, circulate the message of what God has done for us in our life. That, I believe, if we'll do those five things, we can make the most out of this Christmas no matter what our circumstances are. Well, this morning we're going to sing an invitation hymn. And uh, perhaps there's a decision on your heart, there's a need in your life, Maybe you need to make a decision about your relationship with the Lord this Christmas season. Maybe you want to make a public commitment before the folks that are gathered here today to say, you know what, I'm going to do exactly what Tim said this Christmas in my life, and I want you to hold me accountable to that. Maybe you're struggling with your Christmas because you can't come home, and you're going to be alone, and you need somebody just to put their arm around your shoulder and pray with you and give you a voice of encouragement and hope this Christmas season. 